Step up to a Nordic Track treadmill with iFit. iFit controls speed, incline, and decline, which means the treadmill automatically mimics the changing terrain on the screen or adjusts the speed to the trainer's cues without you having to touch a thing. Explore Nordic Track treadmills at nordictrack.com. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined on this special episode by the OG, Dimity McDowell. Hello, Dimity. Oh, hello, Sarah. How are you doing today? I am good. I am good. We are here to talk about exercising indoors on treadmills and on bikes, in part because you got a spiffy, spiffy new Nordic Track bike. I, I did. Yeah. A studio, I think it's the S221, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you care about the model. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very, very nice bike. Um, and you've got a, a treadmill on the way, correct? I do. I have a commercial 2950 on its way. I have not gotten any notification of delivery, but our, our garage awaits because um, it would not be able to get down to our basement. And I'm all excited to be able to have the garage door open so that I can get some fresh air and look out onto the world, but be covered. Because I got to say, this climate change thing is making it rain so much harder here in Portland. (laughs) Both worlds. It's like you're inside and outside if you can kind of have the whole garage door open. I know. and the treadmill right it's like it's like i live in hawaii and it's a lanai you know <laughs> exactly exactly well i do not have that in my basement but i do have a dedicated exercise room which is the first time i've ever had that so that's exciting wow. Wow. um because we we did a little reshift did a covid reshift in our house and i moved my office to our guest room, which, you know, rarely got used pre-COVID and now never gets used. (laughs) Um, So I was like, you know what, we could just, we can like, you know, um, oh, what's the word, you know, put it, patch it together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When we have guests again. Um, But for now, uh, so we, so my old office is now my, my gym. And um, so I have, the Nordic track bike in there, which is awesome. I have um, my Bosu and um, Grant got a weight bench and we have a, um, oh, a stability ball and some weights and bands and all the stuff. Um, wow. Foam rollers and stuff. I know it feels really, uh, feels really like deluxe, you know, and it's nice to, to not just have to be like, okay, I just have to find a, a square of space on the floor that, you know, isn't covered in dog hair to <laughs> exercise is done or my foam rolling done. So. <laughs> oh my God. So tell me a little bit about the bike. I mean, the, the iFit, you had never experienced iFit technology before. Am I right? No, I really haven't. I mean, I feel like I may have tried it you know, of an earlier version a long time ago, but this is definitely so dialed in and so cool. Um, I mean, I have ridden my bike in Japan. I've ridden it. Um, I've ridden stages of the tour of Utah. Um, I just programmed something in so I can start training for a century. I'm not going to really oh. century <laughs> because by the time the training, you know, the, the program is over, it'll be like, you know, mid January, which is an ideal for a hundred mile ride around the, you know, uh, roads of Denver, but, um, but just, it's just, it's just got everything. I mean, it, and this bike is so cool because it goes, um, it has incline and decline on it. I know auto incline decline, right? Like as the road raises, it raises along with it, right? Yes. So, I mean, so that is so cool. Cause I mean, then you don't have to, you know, you can on a, on a trainer, uh, you know, a, 
uh, trainer that I've been using before where you just put your back wheel of your regular bike on there, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh, that hill, that's, that's hard enough, you know, <laughs> and kind of, you know, because you increase the, excuse me, you increase the resistance by increasing your gears on a, on a, you know, a standard trainer. So, mm-hmm. um, so that kind of like simulates a hill climb. Well, no, this is a real hill climb. This is a real, like, oh my gosh, it is at, you know, 10 degrees or 12 degrees or, or like negative five degrees. And you're like coasting downhill, which is really fun to reap the reward for, you know, for putting in the, making your quads do the work. So um, it's very cool. So you can ride in different places. You can also take classes like a normal studio gym class, spinning class, you know, where you have um, weights and you can do, you know, you do some arm weights, um, you do um, everything from like hit workouts, you know, high intensity intervals to like more of like a, a slow aerobic burn. Um, Amelia's taken some classes where you get off and like you do squats and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you can, you know, it's a little strength cardio combo, which we know we love or I love. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, it just feels like there's just endless possibilities of what I can do to both increase my fitness, but also really stay engaged, which is really, you know, the name of the game right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And um, so, and can, you can see where you are in relation to other people in the class. If, have you done a live class yet or is it? Um, not done a live class. So I've only taken, I've taken two classes. I've mostly been riding outside, not like, not like in your garage, but mostly been doing, um, you know, like a mountain bike ride in New Zealand. And like I said, um, I've been riding the tour of Utah and they have, I've done one in Spain and I've done one in Japan. So I kind of do that. So you do it along with an instructor. They, I don't know how these, I know we get to talk to one. So I'm excited to hear how it goes because they literally like turn around and talk to you while they're oh. guiding yeah, oh, I know. And the, the vantage point, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll have to ask our first guest, Heather, about that because, I mean, the, so I got to use a friend's Nordic track with iFit technology. And I mean, the viewpoint, it's like you're looking out through their eyes at the trail or the road in front of you. And I mean, the scenery is just stunning. And for me, particularly during the pandemic, that is what I totally am excited for because sometimes I'll just choose something to watch on TV at night while I'm not exercising based simply on where it's set because I'm like, I I just want to go to Scotland and see some, you know, rolling green hills or something, something that's not Oregon. And so to be able to, to, you know, you've quote unquote been to Japan and New Zealand and Utah I mean, it's just, it's transporting and it's, it's It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part. So that, so to be, to be fair, I've only taken two studio classes so far and they've been great, but that's just a little bit different vibe. It's kind of more when I really, really want a like a good workout and I'm interested in kind of really engaging in a class rather than kind of letting my mind wander and go Mm -hmm. on a bike ride. But yeah way they're both really good um so yeah so i have not seen the leaderboard yet because i think you have to be in a live class to, mm-hmm. to see the leaderboard and so um you know i kind of like to exercise on my own time um, right so but we'll- it's it's awesome to have all the options so depending on what mood you're in depending on what type of person you are 
you yeah. know, it's all served up for you. Oh yeah. And I mean, the classes that I have taken, they're like, oh yeah, now I'm going to increase your resistance. And he, the guy like, you know, the instructor like pushes a button and all of a sudden there I am. <laughs> My resistance has been increased. I mean, it's a little, <laughs> it's not creepy. That's the wrong word, but it's, it's pretty, the technology is amazing. And it's also a little like, oh my gosh, cause they do adjust it to like your fitness level. Oh that they think that I might be riding, you know, I'm just gearing up for the Tour de France or something because I'm like, okay, we need to dial it back a little bit. I love that you believe in me and you think I'm this ambitious, but I, you know, I can hardly push the pedals around. <laughs> I need a little bit less intensity. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that is very exciting. Well, yeah. So this, this episode, as I mentioned, is a special um, episode. It's becoming a bit of an annual tradition largely because we know a lot of our audience turns to the treadmill when winter rolls in. So rather than dreading it, um, we want folks to learn to love their time on the treadmill because if, as you well know, Dim, from your coaching experience and personal experience, a treadmill can be such an effective, efficient training tool. So we're talking to three women who love their treadmill to tease some tips and tricks out of them. We'll chat with them after this brief break. Stay tuned. Some technology I can give or take. Our washer and dryer are two decades old. I think I have an iPhone 8. But when it comes to treadmills, newer is beyond nifty. Nordic Track treadmills with iFit interactive connected technology are life-changing. With a huge touchscreen, iFit transports you to an energetic studio workout class or stunning locations filmed in amazingly more than 40 countries across all seven continents iFit offers up thousands of on-demand workouts from walking and hiking excursions up to a speed building intervals and everything in between. There are even yoga, boot camp, and cross-training sessions that have you hopping off the treadmill. New Zealand, Egypt, Patagonia, Easter Island. These are just some of the far-flung locales you can virtually visit via Nordic Track Treadmill with iFit. With a wide, high-definition touchscreen, you will almost think you are running in those places. I still practically feel like I have run in a waterfall and lake-filled national park in Croatia, thanks to my last session on a Nordic Track treadmill with iFit. I'm eagerly waiting delivery of my own treadmill and oh, the places I'll go. The technology is equally impressive. When the terrain on the screen climbs, the treadmill automatically raises. When the trail levels out, so does the well-cushioned tread. The speed adjusts all on its own. After hitting start, you let the treadmill make all the adjustments, no pushing buttons. If your motivation is fired up by competition, do one of the studio classes, even a live one, so you can see your stats on a leaderboard against other workout warriors. The possibilities are endless. To see what I'm talking about, head to nordictrack.com. That's N-O-R-D-I-C-T-R-A-C-K.com. See where you can go with a Nordic Track treadmill with iFit. Our first guest is Heather Jensen. She is a mom of three. She and her family live in Utah. Heather is a trainer for iFit and Nordic Track. And Heather has run numerous marathons and done two Ironman triathlons. Thanks for joining us, Heather. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So good to be here. Well, so Heather, tell us a little bit about yourself other than, you know, numerous marathons and two Ironman triathlons. What's your athletic background? <laughs> well, I started out actually as a competitive swimmer um, growing up in Salt Lake City, Utah, and my parents were trying to find out, find something I loved to get my energy out. And I really enjoyed swimming. So they uh, put me in the pre-competition team and I did pretty well. So from there on, I swam competitively for about 10 years and we had a really 
dynamic, amazing high school swim team. I actually think we hold, I'm not sure if we still hold it, but we held the record for winning, I believe, 21 state championships in a row. That's amazing. So pretty amazing wow. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our coach coached Olympians. I mean, he was very intense and lovable at the same time. So, so yeah, that's kind of my background in sports was starting as a swimmer. Nice. And then how did you get it? Yeah. So I got, I got into running after I had my, so I quit my senior year. I was done swimming. I kind of just wanted to change it up. was really interested in just college and kind of moving on with life. Um, even though I had thought about swimming collegiately and so fitness and exercise was always a big part of my life. And so I started dabbling in a little bit of like aerobics and wanted to teach aerobics and started jogging and doing some 5Ks. And then that eventually turned into running long endurance races and Ironman's marathon. So I really got into it after I had my kids because I was able to just get a jogger stroller and load my kids up in the jogger stroller and go run. And it was very therapeutic for me after having children to really just kind of pound the pavement and they would usually fall asleep, which was lovely. So I could have a little <laughs> breather. <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of where that love of running started for me because I did not love running when I was in middle school, high school. I hated it. So <laughs> a common refrain from, from women on our show. So yes. Yeah. So Heather, before we jump into talking treadmill and, and bike, um, tell us how you're doing. I know you were involved in a major car accident last month. And so can you tell us about briefly and how you're coming back from your injuries? And, and we're so sorry that that happened to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, me too. It's been a recovery. I actually just got done with a, another doctor's appointment. Um, yeah, it's a big, long story, but um, the very short version was traveling northbound um, and southbound, a semi collided into the barrier and its loaded metal I-beam shot across the mm. northbound lane and hit my car and it went flying across three lanes of traffic, mm. hit a concrete barrier, rolled, and I luckily was told that because of my fitness, I was able to get myself out of the car and climbed out of my, my car. Um, so yeah, it was very scary. Um, there's been a lot of recovery, a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes with, uh, brain internal things, but I'm doing so much better as of this week. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely been a setback. I was, um, I had just ran a marathon two days before with my little sister. There was an event, a marathon going on, um, locally that went off successfully with COVID precautions. And so we had just ran and I'm just, uh, you know, coming off of being in peak marathon shape to kind of starting a little bit over. So that's been very humbling and um, a crazy experience, but thank you. I'm, I'm doing much better. Um, yeah. Still a lot of healing going on, but doing much better. So. Oh, wow. What a, what a transition to go from marathon to two days later to that. So we are, yeah. we are glad that you are here talking with us and uh, oh, thank you. you. Wish you continued recovery. Thank you. Me too. I'm, I'm, I keep telling my family I'm supposed to be here still. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so um, when you, when you're back to feeling like yourself again, and you're able to have your, a normal training week for you, we know that you have both a Nordic track treadmill and a bike. So how do you use them um, for training? I love it. In fact, the bike is that I've been, um, the first exercise I was given clearance to start back, um, was my bike. And that was huge for me because I'm such an exerciser and sweater and 
love to move. And, and so that not being able to do that, I obviously felt terrible the first few weeks and couldn't even think about it. But um, once I was able to kind of start lightly exercising, that bike was a huge um, heaven sent for me to be able to ride the, ride the bike. And, you know, obviously I started out very, very gradually small. Um, but we, um, gosh, on iFit and Nordic Trek, we have some amazing programs um, that you can use on the bike. So for me, um, it was, you know, starting with maybe a beginner 20 minute biking series <laughs> and then, you know, increasing from there, you know, and I've done uh, seven half Ironmans and two full Ironmans. So I am not a stranger to the bike. I've ridden a bike a lot. This one's obviously studio bike, which is amazing. It still gives you that same push and pull on your legs that you need um, as though you were to hook a bike to a trainer, but, you know, hours and hours of biking, um, you know, sometimes in a day, five, six hours of biking in a day or whatever, you know, um, so I love doing the workouts on the, on the Nordic track bike with the iFit trainers. That is so fun. And I actually have even ridden with myself a little bit, which is kind of odd. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, I was going to Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of fun. I did a riding series with them in Spain and I was like, Oh, I want to ride that one again, where we went to Mount Surat and, you know, saw that beautiful cathedral. So I rode that and, and oh. I just had all of these memories coming back of the trip. So, so that was really fun. And, you know, sometimes I even just like to ride the bike and watch a TV show and do a couple of intervals, you know, a minute on a minute off and just kind of zone out and just get a little good sweat session on. So um, there's a lot of variety and options you can do on the bike, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so now see, I think we have to ask her now, I mean, tell us how you film those segments, because I mean, I, I am amazed at how well the guys in like yourself, the trainers can speak and like, you know. <laughs> over your shoulder and I, I won't do it right now. So I keep my voice head at the microphone, but like, you know, that it's, it's, it's a lot of coordination. It seems to me. It totally is. And it's honestly, my very first shoot I did with them was in Spain. So it wasn't like starting out in the studio. It was like, hi, you're going to ride a bike, which to me is the hardest one to film. I've done running and some other studio work with them. Um, we did a running series in Kauai and that's a little more natural to turn a little bit like you're talking to a friend, but with a bike, um, you know, I've definitely ridden bikes with my friends and you can visit, but it's so much harder, you know, when you're, when you're trying to coach. And so that was definitely a, a humbling experience, experience for me as well, learning how to kind of turn to the camera and talking and then, oh, don't crash. And then remember what <laughs> interval you're on. So it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think it looks easy. And, <laughs> okay, and good. <laughs> they, are they feeding you stuff in an earpiece? I mean, and how's it being filmed? I mean, where's the camera? Um, so like it's amazing. We've got, you know, the series I did, I know they've got a few new things they're doing, but the series I did was uh, we actually had a cameraman that rode the entire um, wow. workout with me. So he's behind me with the camera and I'm talking to him. So we became really good friends. You know, I said, <laughs> okay, you're, you're riding all these rides with me. So, so we became good friends and um, there's a couple of parts where we had to make sure that we, you know, didn't get hit by cars and laughed about it and, you know, but yeah, so we definitely mapped the workouts before we would have to, you know, so I was in a foreign country and I'm trying mm -hmm. to, I'm a little directionally impaired in America, let alone in Spain. <laughs> so it was a lot of um, work on our director's part. And then of course me trying to study, you know, the route and remember the workouts and occasionally we'll get, you know, some feedback and, and be able to talk, but a, a lot of it, you've got to remember yourself, you know? So it, yeah, it's a lot to remember for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I love it. And I, 
I can't shut up. So it's actually my dream job that I can just like work out and just talk to people all the time. It's great. Um, okay. So, so running in Kauai, that sounds like that does not suck. I mean, how, oh how gosh, amazing. amazing. Yeah. Tell us about that. And, and have Spain and Kauai, have those been your two filming locations or is there another one that we're going to drool about as well? Yeah, well, we did just do a little um, mini kind of live workout that I believe the workouts are on the machines as well. We did a little live series in Jackson Hole just in September. Mm -hmm. That was so much fun. I love Jackson Hole. Um, So that one was beautiful. I mean, absolutely breathtaking scenery, national parks. Um, So check that one out. That one's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Hawaii was just a dream. I actually lived in Hawaii, um, when my husband and I were going to college, um, in Laie on Oahu. And mm-hmm. so I am very familiar with Hawaii, but I had never been to Kauai and that was such a fun experience because we did a whole Kauai adventure series. We did yoga on the beach, some hiking. And then the main event was we filmed the Kauai half marathon. Mm-hmm. So you can actually run the Kauai half marathon on the treadmill and it's wow. broken into five different segments. Wow. So, that's so cool. Yeah, It was amazing. And I loved it and had some fun stories to tell about my time living in Hawaii. And um, oh, yeah, I mean, perfect. it was just absolutely gorgeous, as you can imagine. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, everybody's time is on the internet. So um, we did some digging around and we know that your first marathon was a 435, which is plenty impressive, but now your PR, you've taken over an hour and Gosh, your PR is 319. I'm not going to try to do that math. Well, it's 16 minutes. An hour and yeah. so, so first of all, congratulations. And second of all, how has treadmill training helped you hone your speed in the race? Uh, well, first of all, thank you. Yeah, that was a big achievement. I still, I still have more to give on that, but I'm very proud of that 319. I actually ran it with kind of a bum hamstring. I had like a hamstring strain. <laughs> and I had just come off of 125 half marathon. So I was shooting for quite a bit faster in the marathon, but it was still a PR and I was very proud of it. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I'm a mom. I did a lot of treadmill running when I wasn't able to go out. You know, I live in Utah and it gets really snowy and cold here in the winter and I'm not taking a baby out in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of running was done on the treadmill during nap time or early in the morning before the kids got up or late at night, you know, it's really convenient. And I used to hate the treadmill and I am now such a fan of the treadmill. It is such a huge part of training. Um, I always say outside's better because that real road turnover, you're not going to find that. But I will say when I was really trying to narrow down my speed and um, get faster, that kind of having that belt force my legs to turn over and do sprints and set it at that pace and be like, you've got to hit that pace or you're going to fall off the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something a little bit scary and motivating about that for me <laughs> that I do think really helped me slowly chip away. I mean, it took me a long time to get down to that 319 and to actually achieve a Boston qualifying time that got me, you know, was fast enough to get me there. Um, I've ran 23 marathons and I think my 16th marathon was when I actually got my first BQ. So it took a lot of time and it it was baby steps, but I really do feel like the treadmill was a huge component in that because there was a lot of days when I couldn't go outside and go for an hour or two hour run. And I just had to use the treadmill and it was either use the treadmill or not do the run. Sure. Sure. Thank you for clarifying that Heather, that it wasn't like, Oh, I went from a 413 or 435 to, you know, two marathons. It was a, it was a journey, which is cool. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
just curious. Um, How old are your kids? So my oldest is almost 14, which is very scary to say. <laughs> um, she's 13. And then my boys are 10 and seven. So they're oh. all three years apart. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Which was good timing to bounce back a little bit after each one. <laughs> Get far enough away from it that you want to go back to it, but not so far that it's like, oh my gosh, it's all brand new. Exactly. Oh. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, um, other than you leading your workouts, um, you know, in Hawaii, uh, what are some of your favorite features on the Nordic track treadmills? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, first of all, how would you not want to run like the Kauai half marathon or the Boston marathon? There are so many amazing races and places and destinations that you can run that that's one of my favorite ways to train is to just be like, I'm going to turn this on and be in a beautiful place. Even if it's like 20 degrees and a blizzard outside, I can go to Kauai today <laughs> and run this race. So, I, I mean, I think that's honestly my absolute favorite feature about it is just the locations, the trainers and the energy and effort. And I've seen that on both sides and, you know, putting that on my own treadmill at home in my basement and my little pain cave and being there <laughs> in the process of filming it and actually seeing it on your, on your screen and running with it. It's really amazing. I mean, it's just something that you, I think it's worth every penny. It's an amazing feature on the treadmill. So I absolutely love that. Um, you know, they've got a great fan bells and whistles, all of those amazing things. Um, and just the smoothness of the treadmill. Um, I have the newest Nordic track and, um, the giant screen, and it just is something that you can kind of get lost in because it's smooth. You don't feel like you're running on a treadmill, you know, it's, it's fun. It's smooth. You feel like you have a friend with you coaching you getting through this workout. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's just comfort and the, um, the variety of workouts and trainers are definitely my favorite features. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I'm, I, so I'm awaiting the arrival of my own Nordic track. And <gasps> so the, exciting. I know. So exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. It's like Christmas. It's amazing. I know. My whole family's excited for the delivery. Oh yeah. And um, I mean, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but, but I got to try a friend's Nordic track with iFit last December. And I mean, I went in there being like, ugh. Hey, treadmills. I love being outside. Like nothing compares to it. I live in Portland, Oregon, so I can be outside year round. Yeah. After I left her dingy spider filled basement, I was like, sign me up. I want one of those. I will <laughs> like, I right? was singing a new treadmill tune. I mean, it was amazing. So it really is an experience. Like I tell people, I'm like, if you want to try mine, come over. It's an experience. You're going to love it for sure. Yeah. I totally get you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel that the treadmill also helps you work on your mental fortitude as well as your endurance? You know, you kind of talked about how you, that it was a little bit scary and motivating to set, you know, a maybe faster pace than you thought you could run. But I mean, how are there other ways or talk more about how that works on your mental fortitude? Well, gosh, yeah. I think just running on a treadmill, I have done multiple like 16, 18, 20 milers on a treadmill. And I'm telling you, like being able to run and mentally say, I just was on that treadmill for three hours or three and a half hours or whatever it was, you know, that is huge to say I can do that. And then I can go outside and do it. And it almost feels like a breeze outside in some ways, because you're kind of stuck in the same place. Um, and I do, I mean, I really think if you can run that long on a treadmill, even an hour, I mean, you're, you're pretty tough if you can do that mentally, because mm -hmm. there's not a lot, I mean, there's not a lot that's keeping you there. It's real easy to jump off. 
<laughs> so if you can stay on there, find a show that you like to binge watch, do an iFit workout, a mix of both, whatever works. Um, yeah, I absolutely think that you can be build that mental toughness the more you run on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Is that how you get through the long runs, Heather? Do you, and, and if so, what's your favorite show? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I, right now, my family and I are doing an Avengers marathon. Oh. So we're really enjoying it. We did that during my car accident recovery. We started it. And so we've been really enjoying that as a family. But it's also really fun. I was falling asleep a couple of times during the movies. <laughs> so then I would like go back and watch it when, you know, I was like trying to exercise on the bike for a little bit or something. So um, but yeah, I mean, I think find a good show that interests you. I, I love Netflix. There's so many amazing TV shows that you can really get into. Um, I love reality shows, anything like that, that you can kind of save. I have a couple of shows that I just saved for the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And I say, you can't watch this unless you're on the treadmill today. Right. right. And then it motivates you to stay on it. So yeah, I think anything like that, a mix of that, maybe even, you know, I've, I've met friends at the gym treadmill so that we can run in a row when there's a blizzard outside. Okay. We got an 18 miler, four of us meet and we run right next to each other on the treadmill to get it done. And we just talk and, you know, it can go by quite a bit faster if you've got something to distract you for sure. Oh yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. So do you have what's on your, I know you've been running a bunch of races. It's kind of surprising how many races you've run this year. Um, What's on, (laughs) do did you have to kind of, put all those on pause or do you have one yeah. 2021? Or? I did. So, you know, we've been really lucky in Utah County. We've actually had um, permission to do some smaller races and waves with COVID restrictions and it's been really awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really happy. Um, I've had a couple really good races. I ran an, another sub 130 half um, in August. I ran a 129 um, at the Nebo half and mm-hmm. love that course. That's where I ran my 125 last year. So it's a fast course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's really fun. So yeah, I was in really good shape to really hit another marathon. Um, Boston was supposed to be in September and that ended yeah. up being virtual. And then I promised my little sister I'd pace her at this marathon. So I was actually supposed to run the uh, Mount Charleston limited edition race on Saturday and I had to sell my bib due to my car accident. So mm. I was pretty bummed because training was going really well and I was really planning on throwing it down and I kind of feel like I'm starting over a little bit right now, but, um, things, things are going to look up and be better. So I'm really hoping in the spring that we get some races. Um, we've heard Boston won't be happening for sure until at least September of 2021. Uh, Whereas it's normally April and I've got my time for this next year. So normally I'd be preparing for Boston in April, but we'll see, we'll have to see how my recovery goes and how Mm -hmm. I'm feeling. But the, the hope is to run, maybe a spring or summer marathon, um, depending on how that all goes. Nice. Nice. Well, when I get the, when I get my treadmill, I will look for you and do some workouts in Kauai with you. So it's oh the only goodness, way I'll be able to keep up with you, Heather. So, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please do. And tell me how you like them. I think you're going to love it. It's a beautiful oh, yeah. course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Well, you take care of yourself, Heather. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Our next guest is Hillary Fuji, and we want to be transparent. Hillary is AMR's new social media manager. Her previous post was as director of marketing for the Big Sur Marathon, which um, we feel very impressed to have her as part of the team. Um, on a side note, um, Hillary is also the talented designer behind our hot selling Relentless Forward Motion Tees in the Mother Runner store. I just had to give that shout out to you, Hillary, because it is a fantastic design. 
Um, and uh, Hillary recently purchased a Nordic Track treadmill. So thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. Well, awesome. Thanks, Hillary. So tell us a little bit about your running background. Have you, have you run Big Sur is, is kind of, I bet you, the burning question on many people's minds. <laughs> I have not run Big Sur. I've run our half marathon in Monterey several times, but I have yet to do the Big Sur course, um, mostly because I was usually working it once I was up to marathon running shape. But I think now uh, in the future, when we're able to get back to road racing, I would love to do it. I mean, the course is breathtaking and it's just kind of unbeatable in my eyes in the racing world so I would love to do it one day yeah and maybe you have an in to get a um a, you know a spot for it since now yeah. it's um, lottery <laughs> yeah you're, you can pull a few strings maybe yeah <laughs> I think I, I know some people but yeah my most <laughs> uh, most recently I ran the the Napa Valley Marathon so I w- came in just under the wire I think they were one of the last races to be able to actually go off uh in 2020 because they're right at the beginning of March so that's also another breathtaking course um but yeah, I, I call myself a, a relatively casual runner in the, the running world of things after becoming friends with so many very high caliber runners. Um, but, you know, I'm a daily runner. I usually run, you know, roughly around five to seven miles a day. Um, but yeah, I, I do some races here and there. Nothing, nothing insane. But my marathon PR was uh, a 359. So I came in right <laughs> under that four hour mark and was very excited to, to have done nice. that. <laughs> very, very nice. The the uh, goal that everybody goes after um, to beat that four hours. Nice. So, well, unlike a lot of our listeners who I mentioned turned to the treadmill to escape winter weather, you got your Nordic track to avoid the heat because you live down, you are in Palm Springs or near Palm Springs? In um, Palm your Springs. Does, yeah, while your yeah. husband does his medical residency. So, you know, kind of talk about how you came to the decision to get a Nordic track. Yeah. So I wish I had done it so much sooner. Um, My husband (laughs) and I have been down in Palm Springs for about a year and a half now, um, which means we moved there in the middle of summer. I think it was like a hundred and five degrees at 11 PM when we pulled up in our U-Haul. So (laughs) that was a little bit of a a weather shock for me being from coastal Northern California that usually stays, you know, between 55 and 75 all year round. Um, So it was definitely adjustment. I also used to be a very much evening runner and that was something that I had to completely abandon once moving out to the desert. Um, So yeah, I definitely had to adjust my routine and over the first summer of living there was waking up at, you know, 4.35 a.m. to get out. I would look at the weather and see right when the coolest point of the day would be like just to the degree (laughs) and I would get out (laughs) then. Um, So I was definitely having to go to great lengths to make sure that I could get my runs in. Um, And we kind of played around with the idea early on of getting a treadmill, um, had never had one before, you know, like most people was not a huge fan of them, loved running outside. Um, but when this second summer hit and also with, um, quarantine happening and being stuck in the desert for so much more lengths of time than I was used to, um, we decided to, to bite the bullet and just go on and get one. And we, definitely are happy with that decision. It's been a total game changer for us out in the desert. 
That's awesome. Well, and so, and I, just because I've been on zoom calls with you, I haven't been like lurking in your, um, you know, in your, uh, in looking in your windows, that kind of thing. But I know you have it in your bedroom, which I'm just curious. Like I've, uh, I have a friend who, um, was looking to get, um, like an exercise bike. And I was like, don't put it in your bedroom because like, that's just, you know, you're going to look at it all the time. It's going to become a clothes rack, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you're, you're different because and stuff. She's looking to create an exercise habit, but I'm just curious, like, was that a space thing or a choice or a little of both or? Yeah, more than anything, it was a space thing. Um, I think, you know, ideally we'd have it like in the garage or something, but our garage is still 110 degrees in the summer. So, um, you know, that was not an option either. Um, we do have like a guest room, but we rent that out to rotating students that come to the hospital. Um, so that was also not an option. I don't think they'd appreciate that. Although we did have a student <laughs> rotate with us last month that would ask me almost daily if she could come in and use the treadmill in our bedroom. So it's been a kind of a, an extra amenity for some of our, our renters now. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And, you let her, and you, you let her use it, yes? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, God, very you nice know, if everyone's yeah. running, it's a happier household. So I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, we have it in our bedroom. Um, it actually took up a lot less space than I thought. Obviously, I like measured everything out before and I got one of them that has the part where the belt will fold up, um, which we haven't really used much, but I know that that's, you know, an option. And it was so easy to put together. My husband put it together in just a couple of hours. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think the only thing that has been tough is since my husband is a doctor and he works in the ER, he often works night shifts, which means he then mm -hmm. sleeps all day. So mm -hmm. I can't use the treadmill during the day if he's sleeping in our bedroom. <laughs> So that's been kind of uh, the only issue with having it in there. But otherwise, you know, it's, it's not become a clothes rack yet. Um, it, we've had it for about two months yet. Um, but I do think seeing it also just on a daily basis, every time I walk into that room makes me motivated to get on it a little bit more too. So having it somewhere that's visible versus if it were in our garage and I wasn't, you know, thinking about it every time I saw it. Um, I think mm -hmm. that actually does help with the the motivation of actually getting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good point. And and did you like kind of set aside like uh, a part of the bedrooms like with some posters or like a metal rack or is there anything that kind of deems it as like this is the workout area of the bedroom? Yeah, um, we're still coming up with what to put on the walls. I have all of my race paraphernalia in my office space, so I haven't put anything there yet race related, but I definitely tried to find a space that had a lot of natural light. It's kind of looking mm -hmm. out diagonally through, we have French doors in our bedroom that go to our backyard. Um, oh, so nice. I made it so that we could definitely have like natural light and be able to like feel a little bit like you're outside. Um, and so that part I think is important just to be in a space that is attractive to you versus like some dark area that you don't want to be in anyway. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's been that's been good. And I definitely have like all of my weights in the same area, my mats in the same area, and just definitely have it kind of designated as a workout space. 
It's, it's Hillary's boutique gym. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, it's fun. And that's kind of the same area where I'll do like mat work, workouts and everything. And so there's definitely been times when I'm on the treadmill and my husband's doing a mat workout or one of our renters is or anything like that. So it actually ends up being kind of a fun little space. <laughs> you, you need to get a little, uh, you know, one of those like swipe cards. If they're coming in, like you need to charge them. <laughs> I know. No, seriously, we were we were laughing about that too because not only have our renters used it, but some of the other uh, residents in his program have come over now and then because we some of us are doing different virtual races and challenges together, and so on a few hot days in, in mid-September, we had two or three people coming over every week. <laughs> we were joking about, <laughs> we gotta start charging. I mean, if we do this for a few months, we'll pay it off. <laughs> so, and, well, and the other thing is that makes me think of it, which is, I know you're too young, Hillary, but uh, Sarah, I remember back, like when I used to go to the gym, like the Stairmaster was brand new. Yeah. And you signed up for slots, you know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like either 20 or 30 minute slots. And like, people would like literally like hover over you and like, you know, with like 17 seconds to go and you <laughs> that thing, like there was no going over your time. Right. Oh yeah. Completely. <laughs> Completely. You can feel their hot breath on your neck. <laughs> and no cleaning of the machine or anything. I don't remember. Yeah. I think that was like, you know, it was more just like, anyway. <laughs> so, so how often do you get on your treadmill Hillary? And I mean, are you doing your five to seven miles at just a, like an easy pace or do you like to do intervals or kind of talk a little bit about how you use it during a week? Yeah. Um, it's been really nice. I think for my mental health more than anything, because it just takes away the stress of if I wake up in the morning and I wake up too late and it's too hot or I start to do some work and then I realize that it's too hot. Um, so it gives me just that option that I know that I'm still going to be able to get my workout in. So that way when I don't wake up and I realize that it's 7am and I've overslept, I'm automatically in a bad mood because I know I can't run that day. Um, so that's really been like the greatest joy of it. It's just, it's given me so much more options and flexibility. Um, I tend to, yeah, just do sort of a easy paced run. I mean, it, it depends how I'm feeling that day. I'll do some intervals too. I haven't dove in, dove into the iFit workouts yet. I'm super excited to get into that. Um, so I've mostly just been kind of doing the manual workouts, but I've loved the, incline options and I just find that it's such a smooth ride and like really bouncy and you feel really supportive so I think it's also just a really good way to intersperse some different types of of ground into your running and so it's a little bit easier on the knees I feel like and um, yeah I've loved it for that I definitely just tell myself you know that if I'm able if I'm feeling like I don't want to run that day at all and the treadmill's there I'm like okay just get on do two miles and, you know, inevitably you always end up going a lot further. But once you kind of just set that minimal goal for yourself and know that like, okay, if I want to get off at two, that's all I'm going to make myself do today. Then, you know, you're at least getting on there and doing something and you always end up doing more. I find. Oh, that you are speaking directly to Dimity when you say things like <laughs> the equivalent of going, just go out a mile and come back a mile. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hillary, you haven't um, tried the iFit workout yet, but so what are your favorite ways to stay entertained on the treadmill? Yeah, that's been a, a little bit of a challenge for me because I am the type of runner that goes out with nothing. I don't run with my phone. I don't run with music, podcasts 
anything unless I get up to like You're real pissed. longer. Yeah, when I was when I was running uh, the longer distances, getting up to like 20 miles and stuff, training for a marathon, I would take a podcast now and then. Um, but yeah, I'm, I just like to listen to my breath and my body. I feel like that is my kind of rhythm. And I can definitely like tap into that meditative state a lot easier if I'm not trying to meet like a pace of a song or you know go to the beat or mm -hmm. something like that but the treadmill is totally different and I do need that distraction because obviously you don't have the scenery and the physical movement of space around you to kind of keep you distracted so I kind of switch off between podcasts and music kind of based on how I'm feeling that day um, but I have found that it's it's nice to have the the motivation of the music you get like a totally different endorphin hit and I don't really do a whole lot of other cardio um, other than running and so I don't listen to music while I'm doing other types that that often and so you kind of just get like a really exciting like motivation endorphin hit from the upbeat music I like to listen to like 90s hip-hop playlists on Spotify um, and then I'll like sprinkle in some of my podcasts if I'm feeling feeling like I don't really want to get that intense that day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to if you don't want to get your hip hip hop on what what any podcast that you're loving these days that you'd recommend besides yeah. another mother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course um you know my tried and true is armchair expert with Dak Shepard mm. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to that um oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah they're that's fantastic like, those are long and they're long too those are long I know yeah, yeah, that's my favorite thing about them, honestly. Um, but I just like the really conversational podcast, and they get like fantastic guests on there. They usually get um, actors or celebrities, but then they also do like an expert on expert podcast every week where they have professors, doctors, you know, any uh, academics, all these different sorts of experts in their field come on. So I feel like it's a really educational experience too. Um, and you learn all sorts of things. So yeah, that's probably my favorite right now. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, thank you. You've you're, uh, you're got a lot of good insight. And I have to say, I love that you um, love to run without things. Um, and maybe, maybe you can even get to that Zen point on the treadmill too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that would be a good test of mental strength if I could get into that meditative state. Maybe I can like tune into the the kind of like soft sounds of the pitter patter on the treadmill itself. That might be right. my new like beat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> need another cat challenge during these COVID times, right? Hillary, it's not hard enough. So let's make it a little bit harder on you, right? You're living in the <laughs> desert. It's 110. You need to go for a run. No distraction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but it's, it's been fantastic. I'm like, it's, easiest decision we've ever made and I'm like why did we not do this sooner it's been a total game changer for my husband too like he has been running so much more often than he ever had before we had this treadmill and I think he's kind of the opposite where we I get outside and run I'm like okay well I'm gone now so I'm not coming back until I finished my run it's harder for him to get out the door and we'll go and then start walking versus when he just gets on the treadmill he's like okay I'm here for my two miles or my three miles or whatever, and then I'm done. So especially with his schedule being all over the place and getting off in weird hours in the middle of the night, he can kind of just hop on whenever he has 15 minutes. And that's definitely made big changes for him as well. Awesome. That's fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Hillary. It was fun talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me.
Our final talk and treadmill guest is Christy Diller. Christy is a physical therapist and mom of four living in Fort Recovery, Ohio. Uh, welcome, Christy. And I have to say um, at the start that I love your physical therapist who lives in a town that has the word recovery in it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've never, ever thought about that. Stop. Before. You're making fun of me now. <laughs> no, that's a, I, that's brilliant. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> oh gosh, you're making me feel dumb. <laughs> and you're just flattering me. Uh. <laughs> well, so so runner, we uh, runner, so runner. <laughs> so Christy, we know that you've been a runner for more than three decades. So tell us a bit about yourself as a runner. Like, what do you like to do, um, race wise, and how did you start running? Um, I started running when I was 11. So in the sixth grade, um, my dad kind of was dabbling in running and was just kind of like going out for runs here and there. And so he would always recruit one of us to go with him. Um, So I started then and then I did track um, in junior high and did track in high school, picked up cross country towards the end of high school and decided that that wasn't so bad. And then I ended up um, walking on in college to our, uh, my college track and cross country um, teams. And then since college, I've just, I've just always run, not always real seriously, maybe two or three days a week. And um, just, you, I've never been big on distance up until about five years ago. And then when I started running marathons now, all of a sudden I like distance, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I always swore I would never run a marathon or even a half marathon. It sounded dumb to me coming from being a sprinter, but you know, you have four kids all of a sudden it's like distance sounds real good right now. How long yeah. can I be gone? Exactly. Pull my pace down by two more minutes a mile. So that gives me what 50, almost a whole nother hour out if you're running. Marathon. Absolutely. So Chrissy, tell us why you use the treadmill and, and how the reasons have changed over time as your kids have become teens and tweens. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I never had a treadmill till, um, let's see, 2012. And that would have been when my youngest was two Mm-hmm. Um, before that, it, I, I just didn't run in the winter. I would switch to elliptical or, or what the, you guys are old enough to remember, Tybo and step aerobics <laughs> and VHS workout videos. I would do that kind of stuff in the winter. But um, for, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I decided, you know what, now that he's two, I think I can have a treadmill. And um, so initially, that was just the way that I was able to run when my kids were little. Um, but as they've gotten older, you know, they're plenty old now to stay by themselves at home. And so now it's less um, to be able to keep an eye on them and more so that, hey, it's 25 mile an hour winds out here and it's cold and it's raining and it looks like it's going to storm. I-, I can go at any time now. And so now it's more for convenience. Um, but it, yeah, I, I just look at it as it is an excellent tool to be able to still get my workout in and accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. So tell us about your treadmill setup. Like, where is it? Um, have, do you have decorations like inspirational decorations around it? Or is it more just like, I'm, I'm much more utilitarian, get it done. 
Yeah, it, it is. It's in it's in our basement, but our basement is finished, so that's shared space with everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of sitting in the corner, but it's near. We have like a what we have a walkout basement, so we've got a big door with lots of natural light and a window. Um, it's aimed so I can watch whatever Xbox game everyone is playing on at the time, or Minecraft, or whatever <laughs> is going on. So that's great. Um, I usually just stick headphones on and listen to a podcast or music. But it is, you know, like, especially when the kids were little, they just played down there. And so, you know, I could still stick my headphones in. I could see what everybody was doing. Somebody be in the corner doing Legos. Somebody would be coloring. Somebody would be watching TV. But, you know, nowadays, like I just on Sunday, I went for a run in the house. It was super windy out here. And all four of the kids were downstairs. No one pays a lick of attention to me. They were all doing their own thing. But <laughs> everybody's just there and it's like, you know, that's not real often that that happens, but um, yeah, it's just kind of, they, they don't really hardly even notice it anymore. But it's still sort of nice that you all were together, even though you, you weren't, you know, talking around a dinner table. I mean, it's, it's, at least in my house, it's kind of rare for us all to be in the same room together. Yeah. That, like I said, that doesn't happen near as much anymore when they were little, like literally mm -hmm. I would make everyone had to come down when I was going for a run. But, <laughs> right. um, you know, nowadays it isn't all that common, but everybody was home and, and there are plenty of days I go down there and everybody's like, ugh, and then they all tromp upstairs cause they don't want to you know, be down there when I'm down there. But uh -huh. it, it, yeah, it is still kind of nice to look up and you know, one's doing one thing and somebody else is doing their own other thing. So yes. it's kind of nice that it's out for everyone to see. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's a good example too. They see yeah. that, you know, even though I got other things going on, this is a priority. Mm -hmm. totally. mm -hmm. Well, and I got to say, Christy, I'm glad you like copped to them, like leaving when you get there. I mean, it sounds yeah. cozy and I'm glad that you've had that lovely family moment of the five. <laughs> but when I go down there, they're like, mom, you are breathing so loud. Stop breathing so loud. Why don't make, don't make that noise. You know, it's not like go mom go it's more like oh my god you disgust me and you annoy me and so now I'm gonna leave <laughs> which is fine with me well there's plenty of that but yeah yes a lot of times it's nice to have that quiet time but we have the bigger issue is up until I, I got a new treadmill in the spring and so now you know it used to be that the other the old one was loud and then I turned the fan on and that was loud and they can't hear their games they're playing <laughs> so <laughs> So they're That's pleased. The issue. They're pleased you got a, pr a quiet pro form instead of whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, yeah. That was the first thing when you know they get out of the box. Like it's so quiet. Like, I know it's awesome. <laughs> now you just have to. Now you just have to stop breathing. If you're me, you just have to stop. You know. Yes. Yeah. Breathing and don't turn the fan on. Yeah. <laughs> well, so do you have a favorite treadmill workout, Christy, or do you like mix it up? Tell us a little bit about what you do when you get on your machine. Um, you know what? I, a lot of times I just run. Um, now if I have to do a longer or if I'm planning on doing a longer run, I do like to do workouts on the treadmill just because it, one, it makes the time pass so fast. Like Monday morning, I got up early to run before work and I kind of had in my head, I was just going to run four miles. And then I am a member of many happy miles. And for whatever reason that popped up and the workout for the day popped up and I'm like, Oh, I could do that. Like I can, that, that works out really good to do on the treadmill. So I switched gears and I did a 1200 and 800 and a 600 and turned it into five miles in it. Like I, I really like to do, if I have to do speed work, I like to do it on the treadmill because you can, you know, the distance, you can adjust the speed real easy and it just makes the workout go so fast. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that you threw in that you're doing many happy miles. I'm sure that put a smile on Dimity's face. Uh, I, I was going to throw, I'm like Monday, that, those are track days. That is a good day to go to the, go to the treadmill. So good job. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so speaking of um, going a little bit longer, you told me that the longest run you did on a treadmill was 24 miles. So tell us your approach to going that long on a treadmill and how it went. Well, the first marathon I did, I, I I trained for it a lot in the summer and it was just hot and my kids were still kind of small then and, and they were home all the time because it was summer. Um, so I did almost all of my long runs on the treadmill. Um, I kind of look at it as I, I I very much chunk it up. So like, if I know I'm going to do 20 miles, say on the treadmill, I, it may be that I get up in early before the kids get up and I try to run seven to 10 miles and then I will take a break and get everybody eat breakfast. And then once everybody's situated, then I would go back downstairs and then, okay, well, I only have 10 miles now. And so it might be that, okay, now I'm going to run five miles and then go upstairs and get water. And then I'm going to run three miles and, and I just kind of break it up like that. So it never seems so daunting if you just kind of tell yourself you're going to do it in these, in these little pods. Um, so now, maybe treadmill purists would be like, well, you're taking breaks. But to me, I think you're still getting the distance in. You're still putting the effort in. And it just makes it easier to handle when you kind of do it in sections like that. Totally. Yeah. It's like walking through the aid stations, but, you know, you're making, you know, peanut butter toast and pouring some orange juice instead of, <laughs> you know, taking a drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm well, and maybe I'm switching laundry or, you know, you, it, it's... I use it as a way to like, um, I'm going to run this many miles. Then I will go, even though obviously I can have my noon or my water or whatever right there with me. I kind of use it more as like a, a, a it's a carrot to dangle. Like, okay, well, I'm going to go three miles and then I'm going to go upstairs and get a goo <laughs> or, you know, even though that you could, I could keep all that stuff with me, but it just mentally helps to break it up like that. I have to say you are the very definition of running like a mother that you get off the treadmill to go change the laundry and put it in the dryer. A hundred percent. Yes. (laughs) Well, I run a lot. If I'm going to do a long run, I I, I work part-time. So I tend to do my long runs during the week just to Mm -hmm. minimize disrupting everyone else's schedule. And so if I'm, you know, I'm doing other stuff (laughs) those days. So Awesome. Awesome. So do you feel that running on a treadmill has helped hone your mental edge for running? Oh, for sure. Because you, you gotta, and I do switch things up a lot. Like I might start with a podcast and then if I, you know, when you're running that long, okay, well then I'm going to, after an hour, I'm going to switch to music. Well, after that, okay, now I'm kind of bored again. I still have more time. So now I'm going to turn the TV on and maybe I'll watch something, you know, and it just, um, but it, you, it, it does really, for, for marathons in particular, I, I just, then when I actually get to the race, it's like not a big deal. I don't even, I very <laughs> rarely use water or I'm sorry, I very rarely use music even when I run an actual race because I'm, I'm used to just like zoning in and being like, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. So it, it absolutely helps. That's cool. I'm curious. So when you're doing, you know, a 24 mile run or even, you know, I know whatever you're doing, do you switch up the speed at all? Like just say that you run the six, six point zero, just say like you go to 5.9 or 6.2 or change the incline, or do you just keep it a straight up, you know, your pace? I don't, I mean, if anything, I, I, I always keep mine set at 
at an incline of one. I don't know. Somewhere I read that. I felt like that yeah. supposedly mm -hmm. mimicked that. And I, I assume if I other people do that too, some. So I don't mess with that too much. But I do, I generally don't change it a whole lot. I mean, maybe the last two or three miles, I start to get antsy and like, I just want to be done. And so then I might bump it up a little bit. But if I'm just doing a straight long run. I usually don't mess with it too much. But I think the stopping and like, you know, knowing I'm going to stop in five miles or seven miles and then starting back up it, that. So that's enough of a change for me that I don't really feel like I need to mess with the speed too much. Way to yeah. finish, way to finish strong. Like to, to be like, Oh, I want to get this over. So I'm going to bump the speed up for the, like the oh, last yeah. three miles yeah. of a, like a 17 miler. That's, that's very commendable. Wow. Well, I'm not, I'm talking like point two or something. Yeah, but it, like, it counts. It counts. We'll, we'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah well, I kind of, I asked that because the question, Sarah, that you had prepared for me to ask is how to make time pass on a treadmill. And I remember one of our old coaches that we had in the Train Like a Mother Club. She's not old, but she's one of our former coaches, I should sure. say. <laughs> yes. uh, Christine Hinton, and she talked about touching a button um, every minute or so, right? To kind mm -hmm. of not saying, Christy, you need to do this by any stretch. Oh, but oh sure. Just sure. a way to kind of, you know, a mimic because you're going to go up and down a little bit like you would on the road and speed up and slow down like you would on the road without maybe even noticing it. So um, if somebody's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I just sound so boring, you know? So, okay. Say, okay, I'm going to try for 20 minutes and every minute I'm going to either like, you know, it's not going up to like 6% incline and 14 miles an hour, but it's just, you know, just going up and down a little bit, adjusting your speed and a little bit in each direction. And it does make a difference. It's kind of fun to tune into that and see how that feels just mm -hmm. differently on your muscles and on your breathing. And um, so anyway, I kind yeah. of was filling in a gap there. I just, I was itching to share that tip. So thank you. No, that was a good one. I'm, I am at heart a little bit lazy when I get on the treadmill, oh, to be stop. honest, because I just, I, I do, I definitely find, and I don't know, and I, I missed if the other guests mentioned this too, but like, I find that I run slower on the treadmill than I do outside. Like, I know if I run outside, I'm, I will run up almost a full minute faster outside. I don't know why, but sometimes the, for the trip, for some reason, the treadmill feels harder. So I run a little slower, but I, I kind of like that also because it forces me to run easier. Mm. Whereas, you know, like, like everyone else, you're just busy. So sometimes when I get out and go do a run outside, I'm just like, I gotta hurry up and get this done. And so instead of maybe doing the easy run that I should do, I just hurry up and get it done and definitely end up running it harder. So that is one other thing I like about the treadmill is it forces me to like, okay, I know that I'm going to, this is going to kind of be my easy run or what, or what, or whatever. And so even though I'm doing workouts sometime, but even when I'm doing workouts, I don't, I generally run them slower on the treadmill than I do outside. I don't know. That's my, I might just be weird to me, but. No, I think, and I think that's awesome. But, and I also think this is a total, okay. So you get off and do your laundry. Then this is also another mother runner thing to say, I'm really lazy, but I've run 24 miles on a treadmill. <laughs> oh, totally. I was like, no, no, no. Don't say that around Timothy. She's going to get on you for that one. <laughs> well, I just mean, I don't like to like mess around with the incline or like, I just, I really don't like to think a whole lot when I run heads, oh, but I like, yep. you know, whereas Hillary was talking about, she just doesn't use anything that would make me nuts. I, because I would be in my head too much and thinking too much. And so I, hundred percent want to zone out. So I don't really want to think about changing the incliner or mm -hmm. the speed too much. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it sounds like it works for you. I mean, I'm just so impressed with all you do on your treadmill and um, just keep at it, Christy. And thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, you're welcome.
So thanks to our three ladies for joining us and thanks to our partner Nordic Track for sponsoring this special episode. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Whether or not you're on a treadmill, many happy miles. Go get it.